0: It's Britney, bitch. Oh hi, I'm Sadwater, and this is Sadcast episode one oh four. We did it. We did it. Uh I don't, I don't know what we did. I think this is gonna be a shorter episode than usual. Cause um Everything's the same, always, now, forever. That's a new song, go make it. That was a song that I just played um, that you probably will hate, and it kind of goes against what I usually play, but I've seen it in a meme. I guess I'm getting my music from memes now, and I kind of like it because the clip that they play it with is from Sicario 2, and it kind of makes me want to join the deep state CIA secret agent task force if that's a thing. I wanna do that now. And I wanna go get cartels. I wanna go kill the <laughs> it, it watch the watch those movies. Watch Sicario and Sicario 2 and tell me you don't want to do that for a living. Tell me you don't want to do that. Um but that's besides the point. Actually no, maybe it's part of the point. Speaking of movies, um I've been watching old movies and I mentioned this before and, uh, like I made a list. I started off with Noir, the genre Noir. I just started a a list. I'm like, oh, I wanna explore this because my favorite movie ever is Blade Runner and Blade Runner Two and uh I wanna see what inspired those movies and it's all these movies from the it started after world war during World War Two and after World War two the noir and it's like the detective or some for some reason being um working for an insurance company was also a thing it's like you work for an insurance company and you're also de- and you have to figure out if there was foul play so essentially you're also a detective it's just another form of being a detective and uh and then the other night i watched one where the guy is actually a screenwriter and you're you're trying to figure out if he's a murderer or not and uh and it kind of makes you think oh actually he might be but is he i don't know whatever interesting and what I've noticed with these movies, or, or movies from this era, there was no such thing as a kid's movie, really. And uh, what I mean by that, like, you can say, well, no, there was. There was Dumbo and Bambi and all these Disney movies. Yes, but even those movies were dark. So it was either you had, like, the Dumbo or Bambi movie, or you had these... these. uh these, uh, these movies made for adults Like yeah there were musicals and stuff But still it was made for adults Adult themes and everything And then you compare it to what we grew up with Something like Star Wars for example And Star Wars is a kids movie Yes some of them are PG-13 Yes some of them have semi-adult themes Or even Harry Potter they, the, the beginning movies were all PG But then they got PG-13 But they're still kids movies there was no subtlety to anything. So with these movies, they were made for adults, and they had adult themes, but they weren't really vulgar. There was no cursing, and there was no nudity. And it's like it's like the sex scene started by them kissing and then cut fading to black, and then it's the next morning. But things are heavy, heavily insinuated. And uh, even when they killed someone, like you know someone got shot, you know someone got killed, but it's not bloody. But that's not to say that it's it's you know so kids can essentially still watch it because they had all these guidelines, and uh, but they were all adult themes. That nothing was made for kids. Nothing was over the top. Nothing was playful. And I think that that's something to think about. So we all grew up with Star Wars and and all these movies and Harry Potter and and then Shrek and all these things, and in I think it's had the negative effect. So so because the industry is catering towards kids and molding children's ch- childhoods they this is what they grasp on to so that's this is why we have hardcore nerd culture and people who never who re- refuse to grow up and who are stuck in a perpetual state of adolescence this is what happens so before in our grandparents era or our parents era uh, they didn't have that and then they grew up. And they grew up and they grew up with really good movies and and really good music and culture. Think about the, even the music you listen to now. And and it's it's these are things that are holding you back. So this is kind of what I noticed with these with with these old movies. And and and, and it's and it's why you see couples going to Disney without kids it's why you see people not having kids because they themselves are just going to be kids forever and they think it's cute and it's not and um i think this has to do with uh one of the things that 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 what we're experiencing right now which is look i'm reading this book it's called the death of the west and i'm blasting through it it's amazing and um it should be the it should be your bible go get the death of the west this should be your new bible Because this was written 20 years ago, and it has been right about everything going on today and more. But you have to ask yourself, why are we experiencing this? Why are we stuck in a perpetual state of adolescence? And um, it has to do with all these things. No one's having kids anymore. No one's replenishing the population. We're all just going to die out. I spoke about this earlier this week. And... um, I, I think a sliver of that has to, yes it has to do with feminism it has to do with the critical theorists that came here in the 30s that started teaching us that that marriage is oppression for women and and we must dismantle the family and uh, and uh, equality at all cost is the goal and um, but but we must destroy the nuclear family we must destroy the family to in general. We must destroy hierarchy and uh and then and then this is what you have. You have people who are stuck in a perpetual state of adolescence, people who refuse to grow up and have kids, and people who who refuse to face the mirror your first uh, the first half of your life is completely different than the second half of your life, so the second half of your life you're just going to be alone because you re- you refuse to grow up and you like Harry Potter, and everything has to do with Harry Potter. your p- whole political worldview is Harry Potter. It's Trump is Voldemort. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Like you think that that's enlightening and you think that that's cute. And you think you're right. So, so I suggest the rest of the quarantine, stop consuming new entertainment. Go back. You're going to have to get used to it, by the way. In these movies, the aspect ratio is completely different. It's not widescreen. Uh, It's mostly not in color. And the sound isn't as good as movies from today. Editing is... is, is There's no fast edits. It, it, scenes take their time. Characters take their time. And, uh, and you're going to have to get used to with how they speak. It's almost a completely different language. And this is 80 years ago. 70, 80 years ago. It's a completely different language. It's almost like everyone was smarter back then. It's almost like everyone had uh, a a nicer vocabulary than we do. And uh, so it will take you time getting used to it, but you will get used to it, and you'll realize we're living in in really depressing, shitty times. But sad water. But Josh, technology is better. Medicine is better. Transportation is better. Everything's better. Yeah, but is it? I mean, like, yeah, medicine is, I'll give you that. And we have iPhones, I'll give you that. But did we ever need any of this stuff? Did you really need to hear my voice right now? Do you really need to hear my opinion on any of these things? If we were living in the 1950s, you wouldn't. Because everything would be pretty awesome. But things are shitty and I have to tell you about them. And you're competing, I'm competing, you're competing against bigger programming. You're competing against um, the whole media, the whole entertainment industry, the whole educational industry. You're competing with forces greater than you. You're not going to win. The only way you can win is if you change the way you live, if your goals are completely different than than what they say your goals should be. So you're not going to destroy the system at all. But you can consciously live a a better life, and it starts with reading. <laughs> read The Death of the West. Just do that, and and um, start consuming different forms of entertainment. For instance, when I drive, I have Sirius Radio, and uh, I mainly listen to the '40s station. 1940s music station Not to be cool, trust me If you roll down your windows and you blast that music You're not cool No one's going to No one's gonna look at you and be like Oh I want to date that guy For listening to that music So it's not cool uh, And I listen to the classical music Thing And for instance on Twitter I follow a lot of old art accounts You know They post pictures of uh, Paintings of artists I've never heard of That they never teach you about but you'll know what when you're looking at something beautiful. So you could do that and watch old movies. So the technology was worse then, but storytelling might have been better. The, the, you know, I don't know. I think it's, and I also think it's interesting to see how much has changed since then. And then you start comparing and contrasting your life and their life. Like, was their life better than your life? things are easier now but do we need things to be easier now that's something to think about so i was just shitting on the nerd culture and all that and i even tweeted about this yesterday and other and i was getting comments like Like, well, nerds are the ones who create your phones and who do who do this. And they're the ones who are getting the money and you're not going to be getting the money and blah, blah, blah. Like basically saying nerds are going to be are are more powerful than you. They create all the software. They create all the gadgets. They create all the the, the, you know, they're the engineers. They're all these people. Uh, No, I think that those are geeks. You've got nerd and geek very confused. Those are two different things. A nerd is a loser who is obsessed with Reddit bullshit and uh, Star Wars and Harry Potter and will not grow up. A geek is someone who's interested in creating gadgets, creating technology, uh, doing those kinds of things. So so you're wrong and you've con- confused it. Why? Why are people... Bringing that up to me, why? Why did that become? Con- I've said way more controversial things just yesterday. I said I can't open an OnlyFans account because I wasn't abused as a child. I said that yesterday. I think it's a very good point. If you don't know what OnlyFans is, it the intention of OnlyFans was to create a platform where you can go and, and if you're a fitness instructor, you can you can um, sell. So, like a uh, access, right? So you could you could say uh, it's fifty dollars a month to consume my fitness content, and you pay me through OnlyFans. What it turned out to be was where young women, girls eighteen, sell their bodies and sell nudes, and they become porn stars. And because uh, that's how sick our society has become, where instinctively. Now girls will say, "Okay, I'm of age. I'm gonna go sell myself to the whole internet essentially. It's not like the whole internet will will consume and 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 watch my stuff. I'll be a billionaire if that's the case, but it's uh it's essentially you're giving access to your body to the whole world, whereas we used to be a little bit more proper, even forty thirty years ago, we were a little bit more proper. we had a little bit more um." I, I don't know if self-esteem is a word because I'm not a fan of that, but, but we had a little bit more re- self-respect for, our, you know, for ourselves. But now we don't. We sell ourselves online because we've been convinced we're brands. And if you convince yourself that you're a brand, you will it will be easy to convince you to just sell yourself. What is a nude? What is being naked? This doesn't hurt me. If anything, it helps me. I'm getting money. Whereas uh, if you went back in time 30 years ago and tried to convince the average girl to sell naked pictures of herself and she'll make money, she will slap you in the face. So things start to make sense when you look into things a little bit deeper and when you realize, oh, women's liberation was a mistake. They're way more unhappy now than they've ever been. They don't want to be in the workforce. They don't want to sell their bodies. But they will when the society is in decline and they will be convinced that it's a good thing. And then by the time they're 38 and they have nothing left to show for it and they are competing against 18-year-olds, then that's when they realize and it's a little bit too late. And a lot of people on the right will tell me, well, fuck them. We don't want them making babies because then they're going to create people like them. I'm not convinced of that. I'm convinced if they had babies, if they had a family... They would, uh, their whole mindset would change, and not only that, we wouldn't be in this predicament where our population is dying from within. Where the only solution, because everyone no one's making babies, everyone's refusing to make babies, is to import poor people from shitty countries here to supposedly do jobs that we don't want to do, which we were doing before. So, I you can't convince me of that, and uh, and then you know. And then, and then you're all surprised why the culture is in decline, why no one cares about America, the American spirit, American ethos, and uh, and why someone like Joe Biden <laughs> is the nominee, presumptive nominee, or even Hillary Clinton last time, or why Barack Obama can win. Barack, he was cool. He's a he, play, he plays basketball like us, and the celebrities like him. You're retarded. You shouldn't be allowed to vote. If that's what can convince you then you're retarded. Um, but back to the nerd thing there's a there's a reason why we're we're why there is such a thing as nerd culture. There's a reason. Also I I mean I'm assuming it has to do with the rise of divorce. It has to do with the free love movement because once you take the father out of the fi- out of the figure once you take away the masculine um, person out of the family, uh, then this is what happens. So I'm bringing this up, and this is all from a, a video that is actually might might be a little bit old. Uh, but I found this on Twitter, so it was new to me yesterday, and I thought it was fucking amazing. And uh, Alex Trebek is a gem, and this watch this video. Her favorite type of music is something I've never heard of, but it doesn't sound like fun I think it's very fun it's called nerdcore hip-hop it's nerdcore hip-hop. hip-hop yes um, it's uh people who identify as nerdy rapping about the things they love video games science fiction having a hard time meeting romantic partners you know <laughs> it's really catchy and fun losers in other words well perfect yes losers also i I put out a poll what's more tragic a male nerd or a female nerd or both and or both won it got six hundred votes i think and or both won so I guess both I would say it's it's uh yeah it's hard maybe I'd go with or both also and then in in, in here she's saying <clears throat> it it's good because it's hard to meet people uh yeah, maybe because you're a nerd. And you're obsessed with nerd culture. So called nerd culture. It's kind of like um uh someone who's obsessed with smoking weed and they're like, you don't understand. It's I I I'm a part of a culture. I like being a part of the weed weed culture. They op they they embraced me with open arms. They they let me in with open arms. Uh yeah, I mean they're high, so I they'll they'll accept anyone and they're retarded. And it's not a culture you're 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 just lazy and you're all enabling other people to be lazy, so nerds you're enable- you're enablers you're encouraging other people to stoop as low as you and and uh yeah, and just be a kid forever, really smart, really smart move, maybe it might be more tragic for women because uh they'll waste their time with that and then they won't be able to have a family, I guess. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Uh I guess the moral of the story is watch old shit. Try to imagine what it was like to experience and live life 80 years ago. And 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 also look at the dynamic between the male and female. And and you you'll see that it's completely different than how it is now. We have to walk around eggshells. Now, like think about an office. Are you allowed to say that joke that you want to say or is HR going to fire you? Are you going to be sent to HR and and, and you're going to have to quit your job because you could get sued for sexual harassment. HR shouldn't exist. Uh so so that all kind of ties into um this soy boy tweet I saw yesterday. I thought uh, this kind of blew my mind. So I've I've been convinced that soy and it's it's a term, so maybe you don't eat soy, but you can have that soy boy look. look? I think it. I think there's something to be said about your surroundings genetically changing you, Ch- changing how you look, like your physiolog phys- I can't say that word, but your but the way that you look changes by your environment. So yes, as a society, as men, as women, we've been uh, domesticated. Think about like a dog. Dogs used to be wolves. Even, I actually saw a hunter post a picture, a, a video of two wild dogs, not wolves, but wild dogs take down and eat a deer. So even those dogs in the wild, who which aren't wolves, will look comp- and act completely different than the domesticated dogs. So you have to think, has this happened to us as well? And it has. So when I say, oh, that person's a soy boy, it's not to say that maybe they don't eat soy, but it's they they have that attitude, which then changes how they look. It's like that skinny fat look. They're kind of thinning their their hair is thinning and uh, they're weak and uh, something about them just makes you want to beat the fuck out of them. Because that's also a a, a component of the death of the West. Like we don't have the grit anymore. We don't have the oomph. We don't have the fire in our belly anymore. How is it that you can convince a whole country to stay inside and think that that's a good idea? How is it that you can convince seemingly smart people to avoid their elder families' members? How is it that you can do that? It's because even though they are seemingly smart, and you know, they they probably can make money and, and all that. So they, they're not dumb. They don't have the grit in 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 the fire in their belly anymore. And they will buy into whatever the people who are in bigger positions tell them. They will buy into that. They won't question it. It's not in their nature. They don't think it's a it's 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 proper etiquette to question things they'll think that that is conspiracy to question things but you're allowed to speculate and you're allowed to question things it's, it doesn't make you crazy so so look at the soy boy they, they 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 uh they look different than you if you're a guy and you go to the gym 5 6 times a week you're going to look different than them i'm not even talking about muscles just look at the face just just put a picture side by side of their faces, and you will see a difference. So I ran into this tweet yesterday. It's a, a series of pictures, six people, a before and after, of their face. So you can't see their body. And the guy wrote, these are military before, during, and after war uh, pictures. So, actually, I mean, it's two pictures of each person, so... I guess it's before and after war. They're all in the military. And then he goes, is there any explanation? Is it increased testosterone? Are they in war mode? So um, I think there's something to be said about being in a state of fight or flight, in a constant state of fight or flight. And you can't. Uh, you can't fake that whole thing You can't fake that experience So I would even say that that Someone like me who goes to the gym Would even look different from, from now As opposed to after a war And when you look at these pictures Their eyes, just their eyes Are completely different Oh no, no, no I'm Actually no, it is before, during and after war It's It's not six people, it's three people no, four people. One, two, three, four. Their eyes are completely different. Their jawlines are completely different. They um they look stronger after. But but it's again, it's it's their vibe looks stronger after. I can't see their 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 body. I can't see their muscle mass. I can't see anything. But you can see that their their jaws look different, their eyes look different, and um and I think that that is super interesting. So, you'd have to think that that being a, um, you know, imagine the opposite. If you're addicted to comfort, porn, processed foods, not working out. If you if you're uh, inclined to um, to take on women' dispositions, if you have if you don't have the ability to fight back, or or you don't even think that's an option, uh, you're going to look different you're going to be a soy boy. So I think that the that being a soy boy is a uh, there is a a genuine physical and mental difference and I think it's a plague affecting men worldwide. And I think that the industrial revolution was a disaster for the human race. But um on another on another note, I got a DM from an old friend earlier this week on twitter i didn't even realize he followed me on twitter he's a, he's a he's a a photographer for famous people and he's he i thought he was friends with these famous people but he he knows a bunch of them and uh he dm'd me and i'm thinking oh, fuck it's going to be a thing where he he's upset with something i said he it's you know cuz everything i say is politically incorrect and uh, it was the opposite. He, he, he sent me something like, look at these motherfuckers. And I was like, whoa, this kind of caught me off guard. You're you're America. And I said, I thought you were friends with these people. He goes, I'm not friends of theirs. Uh, they pay me. I work for them. And, and he was upset about some political correct bullshit. So that caught me off guard. And then he sent me another thing. And it's a video of these dudes in Norway who they do something called, I can't read Norwegian, Gutastemming. gutastemning, which is, it's like five dudes and they're on a mountainside and there's a boulder and they all a, flip a boulder down, like together with sticks, they will make a boulder fall down into the ocean from, from the side of a mountain. And then I'm like, oh, this is a cool video, why did he send me this? And he goes, look at the stupid comments. And 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 again, it, the comments are not surprising because this is the internet we're talking about. And if you complain on the internet, and I'm not... Look, a lot of what I post on the internet, a lot of what I write, looks like complaints. But it's more like critiques about where we have headed as people. It's critiques about politics, open borders. It's critiques of valid things. But for invalid things online... It's a very feminine thing like like to to complain about this for instance. Dude's rolling a boulder down a mountain and it's 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 a it's pretty bitchy. It's a pretty bitchy thing. So he said, "Look at the comments. Just read the fucking comments." So one of them is, "What a stupid action. Why would you even do this? Are you kidding me? I want to roll. I want to do this." I want to go on a mountainside and roll a boulder and watch it crack open and go into the ocean and hear the noise and destruction of that. I want to, I want to do that. Uh, and that date, most likely... Oh, at that date, this person doesn't know English. Most likely, Nemo got killed by Iraq. You see? Their frame of reference of, re- of reality... I mean, to connect reality... With something, their their frame of reference is Nemo. It's a Disney movie, a perpetual state of adolescence. Um, humans. Dot. 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 Why? Why? Another person. Why? Yeah, let's tear up this beautiful land and destroy this boulder just for the heck of it. It's not. It's not just for the heck of it. It's a male bonding experience. Are you kidding me? That this is amazing. I'm gonna watch this. It's primal. It's primal. People are so detached from nature that they don't think that this just happens also. Like, you know how rocks get in the ocean? You know how mountains are always refor- are, are changing and volcanic eruptions? Like, why would a volcano erupt? That's so destructive. Why would a hurricane hit land? That's so mean. <laughs> why would there be a tornado so then, so since they, they're so detached from nature, they think that those things only happen because of so-called global warming. They think that that is what happens when you drive a car. Wow, really? Men. And then that rolling eyes emoji. Uh, but it has 320,000 views, and I'm sure most people enjoyed it, but I just think that the replies are hilarious. Wow, Really? Why do they turn around and run like the rock's going to roll backwards? And, okay, that's just a stupid thing. But I love the one, yeah, let's tear up this beautiful land and destroy this boulder just for the heck of it. Uh, I don't know. It's cute. So, I don't know. These these things are all kind of tied together. I got sent um an article that I didn't get to read. Like, I literally got sent it while I was recording this thing. And it was written by the Washington Examiner called Social Distance Warriors. This was written yesterday. Snitching, there's an app for that. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio recently took to the airwaves to announce that responsible citizens could turn states witness in reporting crimes against public health. When you see a crowd, when you see a line that's not distance when you see a supermarket that's too crowded anything you can report it right away so we can help there to fix the situation and now it's as simple as taking a photo all you've got to do is take a photo put the location with it and bang send a photo like this and we will make sure that enforcement comes right away so that was mayor bill de blasio which by the way um it got it got memed That whole plan of theirs with that hotline, which this is partially what I love about free speech. I mean, I love free speech, but partially what I love about America is, so you'll convince us to stay home, and it's already starting to not work. I'm already starting to see people walk around and drive around in Los Angeles. So it's already, it's like working, but not really. And you can convince people to be snitches about bullshit things like social distancing. MIT created a, uh, they're creating technology that is making sure people are standing six feet apart from one another. And it, and it looks like those, those um, what's it called, social credit systems in China where it's just monitoring everyone. So it looks like that. It reminded me of that. It's pretty identical to it. And so they'll do that, and they're going to try to be this authoritarian, especially these local governments like the mayor of New York and L.A. and all the governors. They're trying to flex their muscle. And it's going to backfire big time. So what happened with this New York thing is that so you can submit pictures. Let's say you're you're in a supermarket. The point is is you're supposed to submit pictures and, and show that people are too close to one another. Good luck, New York. You're a population of what, like 10 million? And what's happened is it's completely backfired. People are sending pictures of their dicks people are sending pictures of hitler and, and and they're flooding the system with that like this is I, I don't know if this article mentions it but i've been hearing that that's what's happening so then the article goes on kentucky has a similar hotline i'm pretty sure kentucky has a really really bad problem with um with opi- op- opioids and fentanyl and uh poverty but yeah let's just focus on this so kentucky has a similar hotline as do an increasing number of other states. Rather unsurprisingly, these reporting methods are being immediately abused. Oh, there we go. Some businesses report that their competitors are doing wildly inappropriate things. County Health Department official Nicholas Rupp told the Salt Lake Tribune. uh, The same piece also notes that complaints often report personal behavior that can't be verified by the time the health department visits. Officials are encouraging us to become a nation of tattletales. I mean, but... Let's take a step, step back for a second. They've been encouraging this ever since the I would say ever since we allowed mass women into the workforce. And what I may, what I mean by that is there ha, there are no more men's spaces. Like there there gyms used to be mostly men or if not exclusively men, bars used to be the same way. They're not anymore. Uh, everything has been feminized. So once everything is feminized, and this has been happening for a while, you become a tattletale. It's it's a feminine trait to not want to fight. So when you have a nation of tattletales, it's like this is not surprising that they're trying to push this because we have been for a long time a nation of tattletales. You call that you're inst, you're instinctively now being taught to call the cops if someone hits you. Rather than take things into your own hands and solve the problem yourself and maybe fight it out like men used to do, your whole thing is to call the cops, get a lawyer, sue the person for aggravated assault, which most of the time is not a thing. Things should be solved between two people, usually. And uh, now we're all acting like domestic abuse victims. So this is not surprising. So yes, officials are, are encouraging us to become a nation of tattletales. And a lot of the country needed no such encouragement. There you go. I was right. I'm reading this, by the way, as as uh, as you're hearing it. I, I didn't read this before. Officials should work to stop egregious violations of social distancing. And following best practices for not spreading the virus is important. I don't agree with any of those things, by the way. I think more people have had it than we've been told. Don't bunch up, bunch up when you have to wait in line. Don't mob stores, etc. But also, a few unspoken social guidelines need to be added, if we are not to become some plague stricken and petty stasi, um, I think there's something called herd mentality, and we're not allowing it by people keep being cooped up in their home. When you were a kid, you and you friend got your your brother or sibling or whatever got ch- chicken pox. Your mom also made sure you got the chicken pox too. There's something to be said about herd mentality. I think that if we're discouraging people from commu- uh, uh, getting together for instance in um in a park or in, or at the beaches or whatever i think that that is going to have more of a negative impact also discouraging businesses from re- reopening uh it's going to have a greater impact negative impact than what was going to happen uh you know i think i think doing what we're trying to do now is worse basically is what i'm saying so we get what this where this article is going I don't need to read the rest but it's uh yeah the social distance warriors also it's always these things are always reminiscent of of what the communist russians encouraged citizens to do which was if they if for instance if you had kids they would teach your kids to tattle on you if your parents are talking shit about Stalin kids will tattle on you and then you'll be sent to the gulags the the nazis did the same thing it's 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 its behavior of of people who hate freedom. And this is what the government is, especially local and state governments. They don't like freedom. They want to flex their muscles. They want you to be dependent on them. They want to keep passing these bailouts which don't work and never will work. Um but f- for instance another thing, a mother in Idaho was arrested by the police after she allowed her kids to play in a park in violation of the state's lockdown orders. So this video has been been going around for the past two, three days. And a mother, she's 40 years old, broad daylight. There's not even a lot of people. It's just she's outside. And she makes a good point. So she was arrested by the cops, and she makes a good point saying, "Um, we pay for this park. Are we going to get a refund? Because our taxes pay for it. So, okay, we're not allowed to be here. Are you going to give us a refund? All right, we don't need to watch this video because it's just sounds. Uh, no one's really saying anything, but it's it's you're gonna see these things play out over and over and over again, and this is not what America's about. Um, we need, and look, I tweeted this a month ago about the sun. So yesterday, Trump gave a press conference, and they were like, "Oh, we did tests, and UV rays kill the virus. Hot weather, humidity kills the virus." but especially sunlight kills the virus. I tweeted a month ago, vitamin D known to reduce risk of respiratory infection regulates cytokine production and can limit the risk of other viruses such as influenza. Adequate vitamin D may potentially provide some modest protection. Sunlight is the best disinfectant, and I tweeted yesterday, I was right, I retweeted that, because Trump had a press conference, and, um... And uh, I just thought it was kind of funny because he was talking about how UV light is is good and can and can kill the virus. He had a, a scientist talk about that before he went on, and then the scientist was also talking about how bleach and other things work. And then Trump said something like, "Oh, can?" Because he speaks off the cuff a lot, so he said something like, "Oh, so do you think that there could be an, an injection?" of that so the whole media ran with it and the whole it's almost like the whole press conference got thrown in the garbage and they're like oh this he said something really stupid we're gonna we're gonna run with that and that's gonna be the story and Trump's telling everyone to put to inject bleach in them like they 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 did with the the fish cleaner stuff a month ago they keep doing it it's like it's like a repeat it's a 2.0 version of that and um but that's not what I was left with so yes, by the way, go out in the sun, go to the beaches, go do all those things. It's healthy. I've been spending more time outside, probably more so than before this whole lockdown thing, by the way. If you're going to tell me not to do something, I'm going to do it. Um and uh but what I got mostly out of yesterday's press conference, I look for the little nuggets of hilari- hilarity. And um there was a couple but but I liked the one where Trump was talking about Biden as if he's already dead. And I thought it was really funny because, like I said, there is no election. There will not be an election. What do you mean? They're going to cancel? it? No, but his opponent is so fucking weak that it's almost sad. It's almost sad to see him destroy someone who's already on the verge of death. I don't like that. But let's listen to what he said yesterday. I can't tell you what's going to happen. We have a sleepy guy in a basement of a house that the press is giving a free pass to who doesn't want to do debates because of covid and lots of things are happening right and i watched a couple of interviews and i say oh i look forward to this but they're keeping him sheltered because of the coronavirus and he's not moving around he's not moving too much he's not moving around he's not moving too much i uh we have a sleepy guy in a basement. It sounds like he's dead. It sounds like it's, a, it's about someone who just died. And uh, I don't know. You guys have to watch these press conferences because it's Trump unfiltered. And it's like watching a comedian. So for those of you that don't know, uh, big comedians, there's the comedy store, which is a few blocks away from me. One of the biggest co- comedy clubs in the world. And... The major, major comedians will go there randomly without announcing it, and they'll have papers on stage, and they're going to be working out through their new jokes. They're going to practice it on you there, and it's unfiltered. Like Some will land, some will fail, but you're watching a comedian work his material out and trump's daily press conferences are exactly that so that's why he's going to say something like well can you inject is there going to be a way maybe to inject bleach (laughs) into you he's off the cuff he's not really thinking about that he is also high eq not high iq but high eq high street smart like very good instincts so you're watching a guy who will just say whatever the fuck he wants and it's so interesting what happens though is if uh, for those the people that really hate him they hate him because the clips are always taken out of context are heavily curated by let's just say CNN MSNBC and regurgitated so so their whole point is constantly regurgitated repeated over and over and over again and then they're going to create a monster that you all you obviously are going to hate if i only watched those networks i would hate trump So Trump is doing these daily press conferences, which I think are probably he's doing them because he can't do those rallies anymore. 30,000 people stadiums, which were really effective. And he's now doing these ones, which are also being pumped into the the networks that hate him. They're forced to play at least some of it unfiltered, unedited. And I think it's having such an impact that it's converting people who've hated him to really like him because they're watching a guy just work out his material on stage and you you get a little bit more respect for someone like that so like when you see a comedian in the in the comedy store working out his material and some of it works some of it doesn't you kind of revere them a little bit more you 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 realize that oh this is actually way harder than what i thought it was it's not – when you see the finished product, so if you watch a comedian's special on Netflix, you're seeing a year of work, a year of finessing, a year of tooling, retooling, fixing, making new jokes, taking this out, putting this in. And, and uh, you're seeing the end result of that on those Netflix specials. So, so the press conferences – the daily press conferences are so interesting. I think. And I've heard of people who also all of a sudden like him now. So, uh, yeah, there was some other stuff I was going to talk about, but I don't really feel like it. And I kind of wanted this to be a shorter podcast than usual. Like Harvard professor wants to ban homeschooling because it's authoritarian. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't even need to read you the article. Uh, all that's happening there is people are starting to wake up and realize that, uh, College is a scam School is a scam To begin with And uh, They don't like competition They don't like To They don't like For their programming Which started in the 1930s To be questioned Or um, Questioned Or Refuted So You know Yeah Yeah I don't need to read you the article. You get the point. Read The Death of the West, watch old movies, and listen to old music. But for now, I am Sadwater. That was Sadcast episode 104. Here's a song. I love it. Bye. Bye.